The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Broadcasting live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage in Salem, New Hampshire, USA. And broadcasting around the world, this is the Cigar Authority. Transmitting since 2010, the Cigar Authority is the longest-lasting cigar podcast ever. Grab a cigar and light them up, light them up, light them up. This is the Cigar Authority. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. That's Bruno Bell. <laughs> Saturday, April 3rd, 2021, live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. Today, we're going to go over questions on the 2021 listener survey. What do we want to know about you and why? Now in our 12th year, welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And you're listening to The Cigar Authority, and as Dave pointed out, now in its 12th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. And you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. By the way, that cake was sensational. I took a yeah, big chunk was. home with me. Oh, that and was really cool could one. appreciate it. Take those, my time. Those and, balls were exceptional, weren't they? They I thought they were the, the that little chocolate thing that the lint chocolate, lint chocolate yes. balls and it wasn't. They no, were chunks. They're of made chocolate. out of the cake itself yes. inside it. It was fabulous. Yeah. Fabulous. Dense. Nothing fabulous. like a I hate from you scratch ball. Yeah, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. Thank you. <laughs> you wouldn't have liked it, Barry. Thank you. You would have loved it. <laughs> it didn't taste as good as being skinny will feel. No, and think about um, you're uh, two or three pounds away from uh, two and a half pounds away from steak steak hundred. Yep. So you're gonna go steak and Brussels sprouts, and that's it. Or steak and broccoli rub. Oh, nice, nice. How, how, you've had it there. Yes, I've eaten there before. It was, yeah, they do a little good. garlic in it or something, take the bitterness away. E- yes. And sweeten it up. I'm yep. sure it's fair. Yeah, it wasn't he, overly bitter, which was really good. Yeah. Chef Chuck knows what he's doing. He does. He does. I thought he was going to be here. Really? That's what I heard. Oh, huh, I never heard that. No? I never which, heard that either. Oh, all right. Maybe I just made it up. <laughs> I think you did. <laughs> it sounds like it. <laughs> all right. But I'm not making this up. This is a uh, cigar that we may have never had on the show before. No, we have not. Wow. Okay. Uh, today's first cigar is the Regius Red Label Exclusivo USA, and it's manufactured in Nicaragua by Regius Cigars. The size that was spoken is a four and a half by 52 Robusto, and it's a Nicaraguan Puro. It is part of the Cigar Authority Care Package, and a single cigar will set you back $9.79, while a box of 20 is $172.99, which is a savings of almost $23 or 12% off the box price on TwoGuysCigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try TwoGuysCigars.com. That's the number two, GuysCigars.com. Okay, so this is a British-owned company. Yes. And Aquila Peachy. Yep. And uh, he makes cigars for the world. Yes. But he makes just this one for the U.S. only. Correct. Okay. Uh, and, sorry, and be- Canada. Yep. And I believe there's a, this is a red version. There's a red, white, and a blue version. No way. Correct. I want, to, uh, I want to send out a happy birthday wish. Uh, Rudy from Canada Rudy. celebrated his birthday hey, Rudy. this week. All right. 
Rudy. He's and not in the chat room yet, so maybe he's getting some birthday sex. Huh. So uh, maybe he's having breakfast. <laughs> Moses in the chat room. I don't think it's the one from the Bible. It's a different Moses. Because it would be perfect during Easter weekend, Holy Week, that's going on right now. Moses says the Mewis were fooled by Mr. J shaving his beard. Yes, they yes. were. Yeah. I was hoping it was true because my wife looked at the picture and said, you look like you were on the medicine for like a kidney transplant rejection. That, <laughs> that was some sort of um, thing that takes your picture and then takes your, your yeah, beard. One of, the, one of the girls that works swap, for right? us has a... Uh, one of them Travis face, wasn't it? Snapchats. No, that was my face, but it it's a beard removing filter. It just gives you jaundice. Is that what it does? Yeah, jaundice, and it adds about twenty pounds <laughs> just to your face. You were unhappy with that picture. I didn't like that one. Yeah, uh, my so, wife did say you looked younger and thinner without it. So it just makes not thinner. I thought he there's looked no way I looked thinner. Your face look. Your face was very gaunt. Your face did look thinner. I didn't think so. I thought just the you may opposite. want to go, you may want to look at the picture and then oh I her, looked at it have her numerous checked. times. You got to go to the Miwis to find that though. It's nowhere else. <laughs> just the Miwis has been removed. <laughs> Pam just burned you with sign language. No, she got my joke. <laughs> We're on the same page. Same page. What oh, a page! That, what a page! <laughs> Dave, is. we're not even in the same book. No, no, we're not, and I'm okay with that. All right, so uh, this is uh, would you say 52? Correct. Yeah, it, it's in in very short, four inches, four and a half, four and a half. Okay, uh, Rothschild. Yeah, but they're calling it a robusto. Okay, short robusto, but right. they didn't use the word short. Just Robusta. Yeah. Uh, okay, it's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. So it's got this little nipple on the end of it. Ooh. This is the care package? Yes. Okay. So uh, you see that little nipple on the end of it. Cut that off. Okay. A little barnyard. Totally jumped the gun. <laughs> I heard you. Yeah. yeah. You're supposed to wait until we do the, the conversation about Gr the lighter. Graham yeah. crackers. Graham crackers. <laughs> yep. Self-congratulatory. Because I nailed it. No, I think you did. Yeah. yeah. We're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Hummer. The Vertigo Hummer features three jets, single action, a flip-out bullet punch and easy adjustment wheel at the bottom, including also a fuel window into the patented Vertigo big-ass tank, all for the low price of $19.99. For a full metal jacket lighter, that's pretty good. Great. That's so the Vertigo you're Hummer. Saying less than 20 bucks for a Hummer. Less than... What are you, Barry Stein now? Yeah. We're on the same page. I just wanted to know if you're all putting right. an offer Ed Sullivan, there, at or? the point that you... Yeah. Barry and Pam are all on the same page. <laughs> now you want to get yourself examined. Look at your foot before you light that. You got the cinnamon swirl going on? A little bit. Mine was there. Yeah. A little marble rye action yeah. going on. Ooh. The marble rye. This is a nice cigar. It is. Tastes fancy. Tastes like America. America? America. Freedom and apple pie. So, you know, we did this last year the first time. We did two, two years ago. Two 2019 years? was the first oh, time. All right. So I have last year's um, here. And uh, besides, I think, one or two, we might have 
redid. Yes. Because we want to see the growth of right. that. And I'll leave that out. But I'm going to just quickly go over um, what we found out last year and why we're doing such a thing of what information we want to find out. So how many cigars do you smoke a week? The winner was 6 to 10, followed by 3 to 5. That's a lot of cigars for average. Yep, because you've got to imagine the person that's geeky enough to listen to a cigar right. show cares more about they're, cigars than the casual cigar right, They're having at least one a day yeah, on average. Yeah, so uh, from, you know, the almost identical it was 6 to 10 was a little heavier than 3 to 5, but let's say it comes out to about a 7, therefore it's one a day. You like the 7. Yeah, I like the 7. seven you knew like that. The seven. Yeah. You knew that. Um, what's your weekly cigar budget? So if they do seven, um, it's between 25 and 50 in first place and 58 to 100 in second place. So if the in-between of that is exactly 50 and the seven cigars. Seven bucks. Seven dollars cigar. Change. Yeah. Average seven dollars cigar. It's another seven. Yeah. It's all seven. He Coincidence? Seven. Coincidence? The only number he likes better than seven is two. I two. do. Loves the number two. What's two, up with two? Two guys. Two huh. guys. All right. Yeah. Two isn't enough, though, is it? It's enough. Well, if you're One is the loneliest number, but two. <laughs> two's good. But two, it's two, two guys. Three's two. a crowd. Two's it, good. Is two guys enough for Jonathan? <laughs> at, at, at one time, I'd say it's enough. It, uh, Jonathan, it's just a reaction to the vaccine. Well, it, it and, has and, to be. And, and before yes. the show started, he did bring up DP, so. Yeah. You did. <sighs> he did. So uh, Ed Sullivan had a second vaccine right. yesterday. He is feeling he actually was possibility he wasn't going to come. Right. Yeah. And he did come, so thank you for coming anyway. I'm having a great time so far. Yeah, but you're feeling, <laughs> you're feeling a little different. It, it's ah, good to be an asshole, isn't it? Yeah. I, I'd say no, nothing serious, kind of like a hangover kind of feeling. Yeah, and you think you'll be back to normal, or you think this, this is... This mi- might be life now. Lifetime? No, of I, how you feeling? I, I'm hopeful that things will return to Did normal. you wake up this morning with the startup from Windows? <laughs> no. Uh, did you that, feel it all like he did? A little bit. All right. Barry's completely vaccinated. Ed's completely vaccinated. I'm supposed to go for mine on Monday. Perfect. My first one. Perfect. At the, at the mall. At the mall, yeah. at Lord and Taylor. Now you guys <laughs> won't be able to infect me. And is that an indoor one? Or I know New Hampshire li- likes to just stick people's arms as they <clears throat> drive by. If you feel like you can't go in, you call them and they come outside and nice. hit you out there. Hmm. I'm starting to feel like I don't want to do it, but I'm going to do it. Right. But I'm starting to say. Peace hey. of mind. Yeah. You no, know? nah, the peace of mind is not getting it. And everybody else is vaccinated and I'm all set. Not- not so, everybody's <clears throat> going to get it, though. They're so, all thinking like you. Yeah. So I have somebody that I'm close with that tested positive a week ago, a week and a half ago. And I was like, I'm vaccinated. I'm not worried. Everybody else in that little circle yeah, yeah, yeah. freaked out. It's peace of mind. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've heard that from a few people that said, hmm. it, it's amazing, even after getting the first shot, that they said, boy, it just takes a little, little bit of rough edge yeah. away from how, how we've been pandemic. feeling. Yeah, I mean, there was an article, 85% in the news reported is negative about COVID. So, of course, everybody's uptight because we're leading the world in negative news curves. Right. Where do you buy your cigars? Uh, both brick and mortar came in first place. Both brick and mortar and online is in first place at 70%, which is what I expected to happen now. I'd like to see 
and we I don't think we included that this time. If it's growing or it's dropping off, um, I don't think we did, but we'll, we'll find that out in a little while. It's funny. We got one, two, three, and then three B. What Something went wrong last year. <laughs> no, I think it was a oh, – it might have been tied into three A. Okay. Um, why do you smoke – why do you – why do you shop where you do? Yeah, so it was okay. a follow-up. Okay. And uh, price was number one, and that I would imagine that's people leaning towards the both. Um, although online by itself was the lowest number, which I'm happy to see. Selection comes in second, customer service third, convenience and loyalty last. Huh. Um, what type profile fits your palate? What do you think came in first last year? Strong ones? Medium, medium full. Medium full, mm-hmm. which, again, we know that that's not the right answer, but to the audience that we have, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What it's we not a to wrong you. answer. Yeah. It's just not the answer that we expected. In the general population. Yeah, right. if you took everybody, it's not the right answer. It, it wouldn't but come in first place. People that but smoke really mild cigars, by and large, are not listening to the podcast. Right, except me. Right, you'd so, be the exception. You don't really listen to it, do you? I have. Have you? Yeah. Um, just to see how bad it was. It's almost <laughs> like the train wreck type of thing. Uh, speaking of mild, right now, the cigar is pretty mild for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not, it's not. I'd give it maybe 3, 4. I was going to say 3.7. There we go. Okay. Um, do you own a gun? That, that's interesting, and that's something I want to see if that goes up. 54.46% of people that listened to the show owned a gun last year. Mm-hmm. Do you think that number went up or down? I would have to imagine it went up. I would think so, too. I think so, they sold too. a lot of guns. I'll be interested to see that. What are your three favorite brands? That was a disaster yeah. because there was actually thousands of different choices of what it is. So we're not going to go there um, next time. And we didn't. there was no conclusion, No, nothing concluded from that. No. Just said it's impossible to carry everything. All right. Number seven, which you know is my favorite number mm-hmm. besides the two, right. was a great question. Who's your favorite member of the Cigar Authority? Yeah. Didn't I come in last? I'm sure you did, but I came in first at 41.59%. You do all the talking. People have to like you more. No, they could hate me even more. Right. I'm setting myself up for disaster. I could, I could really screw up. Because I'm doing too much talking. If, if I remember correctly, I came in second. Jonathan came in third or fourth. I'm pretty sure if we did that now, with all the delays in shipping, I would be in fourth. Yeah. Mm, okay. Because they always blame the fat kid. All right. <laughs> How old are you? What came in first? I'm going to say uh, seven. Early, forty to fifty. Yeah, early forties. Forty to fifty came first, followed by thirty to forty, as I would expect. Um, where do you listen or watch the Cigar Authority? The majority is at home, followed by in the car, and followed by outside. Hmm. Um, in the home is not usually what podcasting, with podcasting happens. It's while people are doing something else, going to the gym, which is probably not the majority of our listeners, well, you driving could, to work. I think when we asked that last year, though, the shutdowns were in full effect and people were at home listening more at home and it oh. might have it might have okay you know. this thing was going on plus i mean you i listen to podcasts while i'm cooking that's a and i, do I you cook listen at to, home do you listen to cooking podcasts while you're cooking no because that could mess you up it would yeah mm-hmm. what if that guy's saying it wrong 
Or he's making something he's totally different than you are. half a cup and you're supposed to put a teaspoon and you just get yeah, confused. He, he says, yeah, put you. extra cinnamon and you're making spaghetti sauce and you yeah. put the cinnamon in because you said, he said cinnamon. You don't put cinnamon in spaghetti <laughs> no, sauce? No. There we go. It's good well, to know. There's a good tip for See, next I year's something. What is their favorite thing about the Cigar Authority? And we should pay attention to this because we should give people what they want, right? If they say this is their favorite thing about mm-hmm. the Cigar Authority, we should do more of that. But we already asked that question. You're the favorite thing about the Cigar Authority. No, it isn't. I'm the favorite person on the Cigar Authority. The favorite thing is cigar information. So I think we've been doing it since then. Yes, we've been doing it more. We're still doing it a lot less than a lot of other right. podcasts out yes. there. We have to do more of and, cigar information. And you're not going to get cigar information this show. Yeah, we're asking <laughs> the questions this time. You guys been asking questions of us all year on. For, for 12 years now. We're in the 12th year. Yeah. So this will be the third time we're asking questions of you. So can you just play along with us? My God. Why it's only so fair. Angry? It's only fair. <laughs> because I know the person saying they're asking us questions. Well, you've been asking us questions all this time, and we're providing can we put, answers. Can we put questions that where the answer could be Maduro Dave on there and find out what the, the consumer list, listening There is thinks? no Maduro. There's Maduro Mr. Jonathan, and we've already established oh, yeah. that, that. You you have the problem. Well, you're the you're the um, two side two face. Yeah, you're a double here. Maduro. Yeah. Well, and then isn't Lajero even beyond the Maduro? I, Maduro I is not strong. It's sweet. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm the sweetest. No, you are. No, you're, the, you're the double Lajero. If you were a cigar, you would be LFD double Lajero. Chisel. 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 <laughs> Oro tubo. A chiseler. But they like, number one, they like the cigar information. But second, they do like the banter that goes on because we usually don't agree with each other. Right. And you like that. Yeah. Going to get a lot of that this show. Yes. What is the least favorite thing? Jonathan. It's commercials. Uh, they don't like the commercials. So that's something we got to step up the commercials to make them more fun. I tried to add the music into it. Here's I the just thing. couldn't get people to bite. People just don't like commercials. It doesn't matter how good they are. They want no commercials. He makes a good point. Yeah. Not a fan of the commercials. It's the whole being of the whole I, thing. I understand. I not only need you to like the commercials, I need you like to buy what is on the commercial. And then maybe you like the commercial even better. Maybe we can add some information or some education or some banter. This sounds like a donut commercial. commercial right now. There it is. <laughs> Which is a great commercial. It is a great People commercial. Know it. Yeah. What topic would you like to see covered on the Cigar Authority that is not discussed in the past? Good job so far. Came in first. That's no help. Accessories. So we need to do an accessory show. That's which I'm not play. accessories. It is actually accessories. It is the correct word of what okay. you're trying to say. How do you say it? Accessories? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we have an accessory show coming up in May. ACC huh. accessory. Yeah. And I said accessory? Yeah. It is accessory. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> what I would like to see is stop um, correcting Dave on his pronunciation because it's been, it's been a low – it's been a – it's been happening lately. So you, we it's went a, eleven years of it not happening. It's a low hanging fruit now, and you don't like it. It's been going on for eleven for twelve years. My now. sexuality has come into question <laughs> from three shows before we did the first live show until now. That doesn't bother you. Well, uh-oh, Maduro Dave it's, and Maduro Jonathan are starting to show their ugly heads. It's sweet. It's come into question <laughs> since you were a small child wearing a dress. 
One time. I know. I but... regret even sharing that little factoid with you. Dave's business planning came in second place on that business plan. So I, got, I, I can add some of that, too, as, a, as I'm... Um, I've been asked to do a show coming up with, um, I don't know what, what show it is, hmm. um, but somebody that's going to have a few of us on there and talk about Q1. Um, Jose Blanco called me up. I'm so sorry. I don't know what, what show it, it is, but we're going to actually have people from uh, other countries and everything and talk about uh, sales and business things of Q1. I don't know if that's if if the consumer cares about that, but apparently they're asking business yeah. things of what it is. So interesting to me. What is the most important factor that influences your cigar purchasing decision? And amazing to me was country of origin, which mm -hmm. I wouldn't care. Now we are smoking the Regis. Mm -hmm. This is the exclusive USA. Right. It's not made in the USA. No. What country is this? Nicaragua. You probably mentioned it. It just went over my head. I didn't yeah. hear it, but that would wouldn't necessarily interest me. <clears throat> no. And it's less relevant all the time with the, the multi country blends. Correct. They're buying was tobacco. It manufactured? Yeah. It's interesting that um that becomes number one. Uh, not even um, price or anything. It becomes the country of origin. Yeah, I think it's important. I, I lean more toward a Nicaraguan or Honduran flavor profile in my regular smoking. I'm less about Dominican. What would you say of this cigar? Would you guess it's Nicaraguan? That would be my guess. Really? Yeah. Hands down. Why? I wouldn't. Because it doesn't. I'm would, saying that because it's a really three and a half, four. It's getting, it's getting a little more spice as, as I go on, but it's that, relatively mild. You're saying all of the things that the, – the fact that it's mild doesn't matter because you can have mild, a mild blend coming out of Nicaragua. I think people think Nicaragua when they think of full-bodied. Full Flavored, for sure. But I, I find um, Dominican tobacco to have a, a little bit of a drying component on the palate. Mm -hmm. It's a little too musty, a little too umami. Yeah. And this has a little more sweetness and a little more spice. That's just what I like. All right. Where do you usually smoke cigars? And 56% of the people say outside the home. Uh, that That's the case with me also. That's because I can smoke at work. Right. But, Ed, you would say at home, number one for you? Yeah. I would no, say. Nobody else here? Or, well, I'm, I'm buying my house, and that'll be in-house. I mean, I smoke Inside, a lot. Inside, outside, doesn't in matter. In the car. In the car. And you, smoke, you smoke a lot. I do. <laughs> Everywhere. Am I going to learn about smoking in the car on an upcoming show? Yeah. Yes. Oh, good. Because yep. I don't know if I'm doing it right. I just do it all the time. There we go. We'll see. And maybe you can add to that right. and say, I got a little trick. This is what I do. No, Ed Sullivan's trick is keep the windows up and two people are smoking and you can't see out the windshield. And I'm I, like, like, I like hot Ed, boxes. You've smoked. You've yeah, smoked heat on windows car. up, right? Yeah. I'm like, Ed... Um, I'm Is it going to bother here. you at all if I just open the window just to clear a little bit of this air out? No, no. Go ahead. Yeah, you're a hot boxer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love that my shit. nostrils I, are stinging. I, my eyes are watering. I used to do that in my office all the time. Yeah. I'd just be smoking. Oh, like your the, office was really bad back in the day. And then somebody would open the door and the light oh. from the hallway when they opened it up and you'd look and I'd go, oh, 
dear God. Um, <laughs> feel like I've an been angel here all coming day. down from the heavens. I, I, I've been Ed here Sullivan. all day. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. That's Ed Sullivan and I on our way to and from the Bill Burr concert. Yeah. Yeah. There, there was danger. It was good, It was good. <laughs> Which of the following statement is true about you? My cigar budget is determined by how many cigars in which I feel like smoking. Uh, I smoke as many cigars as my budget allows was the answer. I would think time constraint because now that COVID ended up happening, we see that we sold so many more cigars because the time constraint. Yeah, people had time. Yeah. I think you don't have time to smoke as many cigars. And we smoke so many because we do have time to yep. do it because that's part of our job. We have time to end up doing it. If we ended up working somewhere else where we couldn't smoke, we couldn't Oof. get in that many cigars. It's impossible. Right. Um, not that there's a right answer or a wrong answer. We want your answer. But please think about the question when you answer it. These are not your questions, but these are what we asked last time. Approximately how many times per week do you spend online learning about, reading about, discussing, or shopping for cigars? And thank God it came out to three to seven hours well, because our show is two hours long. Right. And you're, if you're listening to Cigar Authority, it's two of your three to seven hours. Again, it's probably not most people. It's probably a lot less. Uh, which country is your favorite cigar made in? Nicaragua. Nicaragua. It's got to be, right? Yeah, yeah. Based on that. Uh, followed by the Dominican, followed by Honduras, exactly in the sales position uh, where they are right now. What statement best describes you? And there was a lot of choices, but sometimes I try cigars based on reviews, ratings, but mostly smoke what sounds good to me. Sounds good, which would be if it sounds good, it's it's somebody Describing you know, the cigar. Descri yeah. Um, you, the listener, is listening to a podcast, and we are influencing your buying. Or you're a person. Which is a, an odd thing, because it's not like we shit on many cigars that we smoke. I mean, right now, cigars are better than they've ever been, but... There's sometimes that we smoke a cigar and I'm going to make I'm going to make an argument on yeah. that. And yeah. you've I've, always heard me say it. I've I've seen some degradation. It's starting to go down. It's starting to happen. This is 1994 right now, where the amount of cigars in production weren't enough. Mm -hmm. So what they have to do is they have to speed up production. But we're not smoking those on the show right now. No, no. no. I, but but we, I'm smoking a lot of cigar, cigars. Yeah, but you yeah, don't yeah. have to. But to, for to make it on the show, and that's uh, 104 cigars to make it on the show every year, they've yeah. got to be vetted and they've got to be in, good and they've got to be high quality. In all of last year, I would say I had one or two cigars that had a tight draw. I've already had three or four coming through March of that year. We haven't even had this conversation. And when we were saying, I just look over at Ed and he's looking and I'm, I'm looking the same way and saying <laughs> something has changed. I'm not arguing that something has changed. Yeah. No. I'm just saying it's interesting to me that the, on the survey that they're saying, you know, they hear nice things about a cigar and that influences their buying habits. It's not like we shit all over the cigars that we're smoking. You're seeing glue on cigars. That yeah. to, there's even no doubt ones. that they're starting to speed up. And Trying to meet demand. Right. And you're and seeing a lot of rollers bounce back and forth between factories because it's become a bidding war because 
there are a lot of rollers who haven't wanted to work. Are you interviewing rollers in your spare time, Barry? <laughs> no, but I've heard manufacturers yeah. saying they're having they, a hard time keeping they rollers. Are. They call to yell at them. Yeah. <laughs> in the Barry, this them. is Jose. I want to let you know I stopped working at uh, Brand X and now I'm over here. <laughs> now people talk to me. I don't know if they talk to you. but they don't. To me. People I don't know that many rollers. <laughs> no, and it's not across the board, right? So the big name brands that are tight on quality control. Yeah. They're still state, fine. State, yeah. Perdomo, Nick Perdomo give his, his rollers a, a raise recently to make sure he keeps his rollers? I, I kind of think I yeah. heard him, either saw him write something about that or heard him say it. I'll tell you, his, because of his consistency, when someone tries a Perdomo and they like it, they start to not go anywhere else because you go someplace else and you might get a bad one. He's, so, he's doubled. He's doubled. Yeah. The ones yeah. who suffer first are the, the brand owners that have them manufactured This somewhere. is true. So there's a factory owner that owns the factory, and here's what's going on to brand owners. They have to make Brand X their brand, and they have a huge demand for it. And Brand Y, which they make for somebody else, is looking for more production than he used to, and this guy's got less rollers, and he, need, he, he has a more demand for his, and you can't even get that other guy's cigar because right. he's did that factory is t- of course taking care of themselves before they're taking care of that's where the brand they make owner. more money you know? so now you're going to learn who the factory owners are <laughs> which is the brands that are going to be available and the other ones you'll know is somebody who makes a cigar with somebody else because we're and i say we're because i'm one of them too that i we obviously come second and i don't blame them at all well and you're you're seeing that not yet from a quality, but from a delivery standpoint. Yeah. And then, uh, listen, I have conversations w- with them, with all the different factories all the time. And I said, I'll wait. Yeah. Don't give me a worse product. Yeah. I'd rather be out of stock than you send me crap because well, you, you got to rush it through. you can kill a brand in yeah. a hurry. It's yeah. too, did too much work to end up build, building this. Smokers will take a Robusto over a Toro if you only have the Robusto. That's yeah. not the problem, but they're not going to smoke a bad Toro right. well, a that, second time. So that's happening right now. The, the customer's coming in and they say, where's the Toro? It's, we're out right now, and, and they yeah. ask, saying, give me the Robusto then? Yeah. Okay. Or the torpedo, if it's the same size, yeah. like Lagiana. For the, for the most part, it's it's going that way, or you got some people. people that- very few people, and and I'm saying very few. In 2021, not one person has walked out without a box of their brand. They're just taking a different, different size. size. And you, the listener, listen. That's what you're going to have to do um, to your favorite brick and mortar store. They don't have it. Most likely, it's not their fault. It's on order. It's right. on order. It, it's back ordered. Just a lot of people that don't realize it's not our fault. I know. Uh, I mean, I hear it all the time. How come you guys never have this? Has uh, someone complained to you? There, about this there's, a, there's a pandemic going on. Oh, that's bullshit. It doesn't exist. Yeah, I, I hear. I hear that at least a few times a month. Well, and some ship got stuck, so we'll never get anything ever again. It's all set now. <laughs> it's all set. <laughs> yeah, but did you see somebody put on on one of the Facebook? You would know, Mi-wee. but it was a Miwi yeah. with the the the, the boat yeah. with the and they point an arrow at one of the containers and they says, "There's my cigars right there." <laughs> yeah, I stole that. I used it last night because really? somebody told me they didn't get their care package yet. And here it is, that graphic, because it's yeah. so true that. Who knows what's on there? But we're waiting. We're waiting on everything. And um, Barry, I know for a fact that there's twelve or thirteen care packages that you hold on your desk and you send them out. I after do because I like the abuse. Yeah, I have one supplier. I'm back ordered right now. Three hundred thousand <laughs> sticks. Yep. Three hundred thousand cigars. 
Mm-hmm. I'm back ordered on. 300,000. That's a real order. Yeah. Oh my god. So hi- so let's let's go back in history. <laughs> 1997 the cigar boom ended. This was the same place we were at at that time and we had hundreds of thousands of cigars back ordered and a trailer truck pulls around the bend and right behind it was another trailer truck. This is the store across the street. Once it ended, you got them all. Everything came all at once and I'm like, "Oh my god," because I didn't Years really want it. It right. was like, "Oh my god." And then we did take it all. So they better remember 1997 that I ordered what I ordered and I took it because most companies' stores at that point over-ordered because they were going to get a fraction of what they did, and then it came in, they refused the order. And then, oh, you like me now because I'd get the phone calls then. You better remind people. Supply and demand, major, major issue that ends up happening of it, what's going to happen after it's over. If you don't supply me, now I have to get that shelf space and I have to put something else there. Of course. So we take a different brand, and we put that shelf space. And then after it was over, those people that didn't supply me during the boom came to me and said, yeah, can we get back in your store? And I said, no. <laughs> no, you can't. Some of them were willing to pay. They've paid for mm. shelf space at that point. Never happened before that they said, we'll actually buy the cigars off your shelf to get back on your shelf because we weren't supplying you. But how much did I lose from all that? Oh, it's crazy. You were, you were supplying somebody else. And nowadays what makes it worse is some of these companies are direct-to-consumer also. Right. They have their own online direct-to-consumer mm. source. Of course, they're taking care of themselves mm-hmm. before they're taking care of the brick and mortar because they make more money selling it to you, the consumer, than they do to well, us. And they know if somebody's brand loyal. Yeah. Starve the brick and mortar and yes. get them to go to the yeah, internet and it, stay there. This is ugly. This is this is going to be ugly, and the cigars are going to get worse. And um, trying to keep the cigar on the shelf, and then brand switching, and who knows what we're going to get. This uh, is the time to start buying cigars for next year. Yeah, hurry, yeah. hurry. Buy them for next year for you, the consumer, sure. and sit on them for a year. You'll make the cigars better, and you'll have cigars that are good next and year. We haven't even hit the potential tax woes. Correct. <laughs> the tax is going to go up, and another thing that's going to happen, you haven't seen the tobacco beetle in cigars in years. You will. We're going to have to do a show on tobacco beetles and show you what a tobacco beetle is in the thing because they're coming back. Yeah, the beetles people, are making a comeback. People were doing more freezing, and they're going to skip that. Just get it out get as it fast as they there. can. That's the that's the problem that happens. As much as we're happy there's a cigar boom going on, I know the ugliness is about to follow. Right. Uh, so let's get ready for that. Early thoughts here on Regis. This is fantastic. If you took – you've all had three Musketeers bars. Oh, yeah. You get a very sharp knife, uh, something along the lines of maybe an exacto, and you, you cut off all the chocolate around the outside, and you cube up a little bit of the nougat that's on the inside. Oh, the nougat. And on two like of the nougat. six edges of the cube, you toast it with your lighter. Just just give it a nice little brown color. It's toasted, three musketeers, nougat. You're tasting some smoke, you fucking asshole. That's an inappropriate drop, Ed Sullivan. It is. <laughs> so it's toasted marshmallows. It's weird. Regis is one of those cigars that are big in pockets. They're probably not big across the country. And there are certain cigars in certain regions that have that effect. This is a cigar that should be more available than I think it is. It's just a really good Nicaraguan, yeah. rich, building up to about a five now. Yeah, rich, flavorful cigar. What, building. What was the price on this approximately? Ten it was nine seventy nine. Yeah, it's, it's priced appropriately. Yeah. yeah, it's good. 
All right, let's take a break. When we come back, this year's questions, we're going to read them out to you and where and how you can participate. Please do. We want to hear your information. And then a few weeks down the line, we're going to tell you uh, how you voted on that. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. To some, tradition is a catchphrase. To us, it's a guiding light. For there can be no great future without reverence for the past. Hammer and Sickle Tradition Series cigars are handmade, employing only time-honored methods. Meticulously crafted of individually selected tobaccos, Tradition Series is a blend of three-year-aged Dominican Viso and Lijero, all finished inside a breathtaking five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. Tradition Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Romeo y Julieta Reserva Real Nicaragua, the Nicaraguan expression of America's beloved brand, Reserva Real. Reserva Real Nicaragua is a Nicaraguan puro, meticulously blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. The Reserva Real Nicaragua will take Romeo lovers and Romeo novices alike on a journey through premium Nicaraguan tobaccos. Reserva Real Nicaragua. It'll steal your heart again. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, Those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co., or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Kristoff cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed-off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, 
The Padrón family understands the significance of time. Padrón delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padrón recipe was born. The Padrón mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padrón Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padrón Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. Hey, what's up, people? This is David Ortiz, Big Papi from the Big Papi Cigar. You're listening to Cigar Authority. Yeah, opening day yesterday here for the Boston Red Sox. How'd they do? They lost 3 nothing. There we go. Oh, there we go. They only managed a couple hits. Yeah. The game was on, and it looked like the other guy's pitcher was just like Pedro status. He looked like he was so dominant. Yeah, his changeup was working. He was painting the corners. Watched a little bit of the game yesterday. Painting the corners. Mid-season form for the pitcher. It's good. Name name one player in the Boston Red Sox. David Ortiz. No, he's not with the Red Sox. He's probably with the Is that Humphrey Bogart's guy still on there? I don't know. I'm I'm a Yankee (laughs) fan. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Nothing. I don't know one. I I was rooting for Baltimore yesterday. Sports. Mm. It's getting political again. It's just starting to get turned off to it. But anyway, I got questions for our audience. We ask, you ask us questions all the time. Once a year, we're going to ask you some questions. I got the first question that should be uh, toilet paper. Yay, nay, or bidet? Mm. Ah, bidet and toilet paper. I like both. I like to be double protected. Jonathan uses baby wipes. And you like. He's off the baby's wipes a little bit because he had a little. Do you want to talk about this? (laughs) Did he he have some diaper rash? He did. (laughs) Friggin' share something with you assholes. (laughs) I had an allergic reaction to (laughs) one of the perfumes in one of the versions of the baby wipes, and I had a little breakout. The bidet is awesome, right? Yes, I bet. I actually had to say to Dave, listen, I got to use your toilet for a little while. I got this rash issue. So it was all all taken care of. Tushy rash. Yeah. Speed bumps for your partner. (laughs) No. All right. I have. Next question. (laughs) I have 20 questions uh, to ask our survey audience. And if you want to participate, Barry, how do they do that? If you go to the cigarauthority.com on the desktop version on the right hand side, you'll see 2021 TCA survey. Click that. It'll take you right to the survey. It's a, if you look it, it on your mobile phone, scroll down about five or six thumb scrolls and you'll see the graphic. It should take you two minutes because the answers are already there and you just press yeah, the button. It's multiple you want. Yeah, choice. There are two where you could check all that apply, but for the most part, they're and, single. And it may ask you your name. Put a fake name if you feel funny about it. It doesn't matter. Jonathan. Uh, It's just how the survey thing works. For ass wiping, there's a recommendation to use the Kirkland brand from Costco. So maybe check that out. I will. See? see Our audience knows stuff. I didn't say the stuff. You (laughs) and Sullivan blew up my spot. (laughs) Typically, we would ask the question, is this for the show or not for the show? I forgot. I'm sorry. AWM and uh, YouTube is just saying that uh, we're living the new season of science. 
Seinfeld right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, no, it's incumbent on you to specifically say this is not for the show. When I'm talking about things surrounding my asshole, it is not for the show. Really? Right. I kept off you were getting divorced <laughs> for how long? <laughs> for months. Because I begged you to, yeah. to, to keep it off the show. That one I knew I had to say something. Right, before every show. <laughs> right. Yeah, don't forget, we're not, not talking about it. my divorce. <laughs> <laughs> but once the gloves were off, yeah. it was five weeks of just divorce. Well, I was <laughs> held back. It was, <laughs> it was oh my God, I was losing. The floodgates open. Oh, my God. All right, tough. what's the first question? All right, what's your least favorite size of cigar? Before we ask what your favorite mm-hmm. cigar is, now we want to know your least favorite cigar. Mm-hmm. And there's a whole bunch of choices, Corona, Corona Gorda, Lancero, Robusto, Toro, Perfecto, which includes Torpedo and Bellicoso. We can have a whole show on that, but we'll call it all one. Churchill, a Gordo, which is a 60-ring gauge cigar, for back, lack of a better word, and 70-ring gauge or more. I got to say, for me, I would rather smoke a Lancero than a bigger than 70-ring gauge. Right. So I, I got to say, it's I, I'm out on 70. But we sell a lot of them. We do sell a lot of them. And listen, I do. I have to smoke them because I got to know, okay, is this a good one? Is this not a good one? Yeah. But it's just my least now, favorite. I, I assume it. that was an April Fool's thing from Asylum, right? The 9 by 90 announcement? I did not see it. I didn't see was. it. <laughs> it was on it. April Fool's Day, I think. Okay. Uh, it's a good, hopefully that's an April Fool's joke. <laughs> hopefully. Um, what... Do you drink with the? Uh, this is written improperly, but um, what do you drink with a cigar most often? I don't have what do I have? What do you? <laughs> I have the updated version. All right, what do you drink? <laughs> the one that Ed uh, proofread with a cigar most often. So water, soda, coffee, whiskey, rum, bourbon, scotch, wine, or other. I gotta say, I'm I'm up to a pot to a pot and a half a day of coffee. It's coffee's have, the thing I hate most me frequently, too. and I have to get off it. I mean, I am way too much coffee. I don't think it's coffee right now. It's co- all I've had today is coffee. Does, Days go by. Do you find it makes you cranky or I, no? No, I like it. I yeah. like and I like the jitters when it's too much coffee. <laughs> you like it? I do. Um, number three. How did you find the cigar authority? I want to know how you found it. Now, why do I want to know that? Because maybe we want to promote more that way to get more people to find us so did you find it on google social media from a friend from another podcast from a shop from a manufacturer you don't remember it's fine or other and you can fill in that answer if it's something else but that helps us say okay um and it would be nice like say the answer was google it would be nice that we could advertise on google but they won't even accept our advertising what if the number one answer comes back and it's tinder like, what do you uh, do then? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Sean Baudry said he found us from the Google. Okay. He says the Google. The Google. So he's my age. Yeah. <laughs> or he's straight up making fun of you. <laughs> right. Either way. Have you, ever introdu- uh, have you ever been introduced to a successful... What do I have here? Have you ever introduced <laughs> or successfully got someone to watch or listen to the Cigar Authority? Just missing some commas. That's all. I'm latched, not watched. I got latched. latched. Uh, huh. 
latched is listened and watched did together. You, I did think, you print that on the dyslexic printer? I did. And it may be that, you know, somebody has said to me, you know what, you're dyslexic and you well, never knew it. your printer is messed up. You know, sometimes it just makes all black. So maybe it, it swaps the letters maybe. too. So uh, did you ever introduce somebody else to the show? And sharing, if not, you sharing. should. So do it and then fill in yes. So say there's a whole bunch of people that says no, and then we can do some sort of campaign to get people to introduce somebody and they get a little something or whatever we can do. This is how my mind works. Give you so, the you know, after, after, sure. Yeah. Would you ever consider traveling to New Hampshire for the cigar for a Cigar Authority cigar event? Yeah, Not I just to come to the show. No. But say we create some sort of mega event. Yeah, I would go. You would, because yeah. you're here anyway, but would they? I don't and, know. And if they say they would, then we can create an event. If they say they wouldn't, well, what's the sense of creating the event? Right. right. Maybe we should see. You don't have to, but would you? And give us that answer. We should see how many listeners show up for the anniversary party. Right. Because they're committed. Would you ever consider traveling out of the country to a cigar factory with the Cigar Authority? Yeah, I think people are going to be all over that. I'd go. Because we're planning on doing it. And now I want to know, is it possible that we don't get embarrassed that we show up and, <laughs> and, and, and we have nobody with yeah, us? And we brought an, our friends. Yeah. And we have none. None. It'd be embarrassing. Uh, what word best describes the Cigar Authority podcast? And I'm not going to answer that out loud. Mess. You have to go on there. You have choices. <laughs> you have five choices. And I'd like you to go on there and see what those five choices are and see if one of these is it just a single word or flagrant single word flagrant uh, one of the words no. so it can't so be hot mess it would just have to be mess it'd be mess if no, unless it's hyphenated mess is it an, an option i can add that right now on the fly <laughs> no, if you want no, dave doesn't want to hear that. no how long should the cigar authority be we have 1 hour or less it's a bit too long 3 hours it needs to be longer god forbid or 2 hours it's just right 15 years that's what I'm going for. How long? No, not years. It's how many hours of the show. I'm, just, I'm answering it how I want to answer How long? It. I pick other. 15 there years. There is no other. So it's one of those. Barry, put choices. other. I want to answer nope. that. <laughs> how long you've been smoking premium cigars? I want to know how long you've been doing it. Do we have more newbies? Do we have more people that have been doing it for years and years? So it goes anywhere from a year or less all the way down to 30 years. And we'll see where that comes 25 in. 25 years. We got, I got 30. 25 years. 30 year. years for you? Yeah. You got probably 40. Yeah. You started early. Yeah. Um, does the Cigar Authority influence you in making cigar purchases ever? Yes, no, or I possibly? It, it influences me. It does? I end up smoking stuff on the show that I hadn't had before, and I yeah. end up, or, or has been out of my rotation for a while, and I end up going back. All right, it's time to take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum Cigars. <laughs> <laughs> An unidentified child from Duhok City, Iraq, has a rare condition called trifalia, and it was only diagnosed after oh, three I months where this is going. when his parents discovered swelling in his scrotum. 
Upon investigation by the doctors, this is the first ever case of trifalia, which is being born with three penises. If he plays his cards right, in about 18 years, he could star in the Bang Brothers release of Two in the Pink, One in the Stink. Oh, God. And the good news is condoms should fit like a glove. And that's not only insane, (laughs) it's asylum. That last bit was good. (laughs) That was well done. How do you find this this stuff? (laughs) You don't want to look at my browser history. It popped up on my browser. This really? I, I, because I you're starting to think like him. I know. We're on the same page. There's something wrong with me. Help me, Dave. Well, but you had the vaccine. Oh, that's what did yeah, it? Yeah, you'll be all better another day or two. Uh, I predict, I I predict so. uh, Monday morning Dave cancels his appointment. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want to start thinking about wearing a condom like a glove. <laughs> Tuesday, you're on the Ashles. Hopefully, you're going to be. I'll be I'll be ready. You'll be ready and all better, yep. right? Not turn into Barry. Uh, <laughs> upcoming shows on the Cigar Authority next week. Understanding cigars with spare change. I got a coin story for oh, you. God. It's a different coin story. It's not quite as good, but it's pretty good. So more boring. And the following week, we're going to do cigarillos. Are they premium cigars? And we have Josh uh, Has Habersky. Habersky. Sure. Um, he's the PCA government affairs guy. He's going to be in town. We're going to have him on for a segment. He's going to tell us what's going on with PCA and uh, government stuff. Um, the following week, uh, smoking a cigar in a car. Terrence Riley. Well, Terrence on. Talk about what's going on with uh, Agano- Agonosa Leaf. Huh? Huh? Agonosa Leaf. And um, smoking cigars in a car. How you do it the proper way. So uh, it doesn't bother other people. And the following week, we have Husto Aroa coming in. We're going to talk about farming tobacco. So we got some good shows coming up. Lots of stuff going. The what nice weather is here. Everybody's starting to travel. And we're going to start getting some people up here. I don't know if you like um, having guests on all the time or not. But maybe those are going to come in some of the questions. So let me move on to some more questions. Do you have a pet? Do you have a pet? We want to know that. And if you do, no, a dog, a cat, or other. Well, I added other options. Is dog, cat, bird, snake, fish, other. Ah. I okay. think. And Pam has a bird, so I had to add birds All to right, the list. For, for her? Yep. I think our audience and we'll, is. We'll get that, that she 1% also has, of bird. She also has a dog. She could have answered in the affirmative to the dog right. question. Well, you could check all the complies. She could do dog and bird. Mm. Mm. So I can multi-select. Yes, no. that one you can. I just want to know the mindset of whoever wrote this question, because that this one didn't come from me. Who gives a shit? How does owning a dog or a bird make you a different cigar smoker? You're probably a less lonely person, and you're probably not as angry as Jonathan. I'm going to come out and say we're going to have a lot of dog owners that listen to the Cigar Authority. And if that's the case, maybe we can market the show to dog owners. So you're saying, given that the number one pet owned by people is dog, that there's going to be a high proportion of people that own dogs that listen. Higher proportion than normal. We'll figure out what the percentages of dog owners and then say, look at the much more percentage because I went through this with a marketing company for gun owners. That's another question I ask. And more cigar smokers have guns than normal. That's because... That's a certain mindset. That's a freedom mindset. This is control over fire. That's a, that's that kind of person. And, and, and dog, a dog people, too. you look at a dog. Who looks at a dog and goes, ah, dogs. Everybody loves a dog. 
Hey, How do you not love no, a dog? I love a dog, but it's not the case. There's a certain percentage that have dogs. Let's assume 20% of people have dogs. And what if we come out at 40% of people in the Cigar Authority have dogs? Oh, my God. We doubled the was national average. Was any thought put into this question oh, at all? major thought was put into it. Major thought. Uh, Barry. And then it's what you do with the answer. Yeah, instead of SAP, we'll have a, a special channel just, you know, the show's done barking so the dog's going to understand mm-hmm. us. Yeah. What if it's cats? Wouldn't you be surprised? Oh, my God. 40% of our listeners have cats. The chat room needs a clarification. What What would Mr. Jonathan check for his gerbils? <laughs> <laughs> huh? Very good. Very good. What type of must... Do Music, you, like- you have, you, you have, I think <laughs> you have the list that you emailed me. I do. Yeah. I cleaned it up. I added more options. What Imagine type of music Barry do you like is, best? is spell checking me. <laughs> <laughs> I think you might be getting worse and you may I need am, to get looked but, at. But Barry, then Ed spell checked you, right? Uh, actually, Jessica did. All right. And uh, she, she said, perfect. There's no mistakes. Huh. All right. So we want to know what kind of music. You listen to. I added a lot to this. All so right. you have top forty rock, R and B, disco, EDM slash trance, rap slash hip hop, heavy metal, jazz, blues, opera, classical, other. Okay. I like the jazz. I like the hip hops. Well, it's best. We don't. We don't care about you. We care about the audience. <laughs> I like have soul po- music. That's not on there. How about this? Do you have a political affiliation? And then we have the choices of the political yeah, choices. I'm a registered member well. of the Libertarian Party. Thank and you. I added Libertarian just because I knew you, you would go there. Okay. What's your favorite commercial on the Cigar Authority? Mm-hmm. We know from the previous you don't like commercials, but which one is your mm-hmm. favorite? They're all listed. Mm-hmm. I'm a big what's fan of the favorite? lighter segment. What, okay. Which, uh, that's a segment, but I'm saying commercial. The next question is what's your favorite segment? And that's they're all listed there, too. Um, what is your least favorite segment on the Cigar Authority? Now, this is important because before it was what's your favorite, and I'm asking a lot of least favorites. So if I get the least favorite and then we switch that guy into something better because people don't like it. So I want to know those answers, right? Okay. We're running out of time in this segment, but I still have um, more questions. Just just three more questions to get to, but... Uh, what is our final thoughts here on the Regis? This is the Exclusivo USA, the red version. It's called Regis Red. Yeah, Regis Red, Exclusivo USA, because there's a white and a blue. And then there's the Regis Black label, which I can't stop smoking. But this is a box-worthy cigar. Hmm. It, it's just it's it's very a balanced. It's, it's smooth. There's a lot going on We've got to it. get him up here. Yeah, we got We had him on once. Uh, I think we did. Yeah, way, we did way before parents. Okay. No, I was here when he was on. It was very. It was near the beginning. Was it? Yep. So it's been five years it's anyway. Probably it's been too long. That. Too long. Keel, good guy to drink with. Really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't see that. Very okay. generous, and he can pound them back. Oh, he bought you the drinks as well. He bought. You want to hang out with Barry, just buy him the drinks, and you're a good guy to drink I, I, with. I tend to remember him buying shots for the whole bar multiple times. Really? Yes. I didn't know that. Whoa. I didn't know that. Um, what, do you, what do you think now? I think it built up. I think yeah. it started off at as three, four, five, six. Interesting cigar that yeah, goes in that direction. Five or six, yeah. Yeah, yeah I can go six. Yeah. 
good definitely cigar. built. But it's a, a lot of cigars. You get to this point past the band, and you start getting a little bitter. You get a little acrid. You start to detect some ammonia. And I'm not getting any of that no, with no. this. It's this was only smooth. four and a half inches. Four and, three, four and a half by fifty-two, but it's and smoking a a five and a half. I, it's I, a slow smoke. I like that. I want another one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the thing about this. Mm-hmm. Now, now I want another one of them, too. Yeah, before so. the show started, I was smoking a black. The transitions okay. were red. I want one of each now. There we go. All right. All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, uh, probably the best-selling Cameroon cigar ever. That's what we're going to light up. Also, uh, the last few questions that we have left. And we also have our mailbag questions where you ask us questions. We have three of those, and we're going to give a prize away to the best one. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Are you a member of the Cigar Authority Care Package? Well, if not, the time, my friend, is now. For just $24.99, you'll get four premium cigars delivered to your door each month. And we'll smoke each one of those cigars on the Cigar Authority podcast with you. I don't know if that's really a benefit. Sure it is. We will judge the construction, flavors, and review the cigars, and you can see how right or wrong we really are. You might be surprised. Four premium cigars delivered to you for $24.99, and you can quit any time, but you won't. The value is incredible. Want to take the Cigar Authority Care Package to the next level? Sign up or upgrade to the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime. For just $5 more, you get an extra cigar and usually something special. That's five cigars each month, all different. Find the Cigar Authority Care Package on thecigarauthority.com and sign up today. The Cigar Authority Care Package. Aging Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating, is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning, tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world. From exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of cigar science basics. This is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast. Or better yet, Passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal. Available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the 3 Pete. 
Crafted in Rossi's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th anniversary as the decade on steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named a Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Justo and his father Julio Eiroa are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa tobacco farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family-centered company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. This is Jerry from Ben and Jerry's Ice Cream, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority. That really is him. We had him up here for uh, one of the anniversary parties, uh, Jerry from Ben & Jerry's Ice Cream. We have uh, three more questions to give to you, and we actually have four in the mailbag this week, I understand. We've got four. Four, and uh, another cigar to light up. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. I hate to put it down. I'm going to put to the side, maybe get a little finger burning going with that mm. later. Uh, even though uh, a short cigar, it yeah, lasted over a long time. Lasted a long time. Okay, this is a very, very famous cigar, Barry. Mm. It is, from what I understand, the number one selling Cameroon cigar of all time. Mm. What do we have here? Well, today's second cigar is the Atoro Fuente 858, and it's manufactured in the Dominican Republic by Atoro Fuente. The size is 6x47. It features a Cameroon wrapper and binder and fillers from the Dominican Republic. It's part of the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime, and a single cigar will set you back $7.69, while a box of 25 is $163.99, which comes out to $6.56 a single. And it's a savings just over $28 or 15% off the box price on twoguyscigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. Look at that toothy wrapper. There is a Cameroon wrapper on it. So he's, he's getting the best stuff. This, it, the odd thing about this cigar, we're talking a 6x47, uh, not the most popular size cigar nowadays. It was an odd day, uh, Ed Sullivan. Yeah. This was big. Um, Back on the Mayflower? Yeah. yeah. What's it to you? This is 80s, 90s, big. <laughs> 
big. I remember back in the day smoking a lot of these. Yep. Uh, don't really smoke them much anymore. Still, their number one selling mm. cigar. After all this time and all the fancy stuff they come have coming out, here it is, the 858 by Atoro Fuente. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. What I love about Pam in the audience is that it it means nothing. No one can hear her clicking along. She does it. She's having a conversation. She hears the Perdomo (laughs) bit coming up, and she grabs the cutter, and she clicks along with us. She's part of the family here. She's part of the family. She gets us. Okay, so... Let's light her up. Any uh, flavor note on the cold draw? Barnyardy as hell. Mm. That's earth. That's umami. With a little, there's a little touch of brown sugar as well. Yeah, if you had brown sugar and soy sauce together. I haven't done that, Minus so I'll take salt. your word. Minus the salt. Barry Stein. Barry Stein for saying, I'll take your word for That's his maiden name. <laughs> That, that was for the brown sugar before Jonathan dumps soy sauce. Yeah. We're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Hummer. The Vertigo Hummer features single action, three jets fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. You got a flip-out bullet punch on the side, and you have an easy adjustment wheel at the bottom, all for the low price of nineteen ninety nine. That's the Vertigo Hummer. Quick, quick question. When's the last time anybody used a bullet punch? I don't do it ever. Um, I'm not a fan either. Not but a fan of it. It's an but people added, do it. It's an added feature. You sell them. I had a company send me a, a new product that they released that had a bullet built into it. Used it, and then I realized why I don't use them. Yeah, mm-hmm. you got to open it up, man. You got to yeah. open up the guys. You want to taste the flavors. Drinking wine through a straw, you're not tasting the flavor of the drink. Throw, making a little straw hole in the end of your cigar. I'm against it, but that's me. You do what you want. I like uh, that. So this is the 858. And uh, what does that mean to a Toro Fuente, 858? There's lots of brands out there, you remember them, that used 898. Yeah. And 898 in a cigar brand um, was the layout of the cigars inside the box. Very eight, popular at yep, one time. Eight on the bottom row, nine on the, on the next row, eight on the... On the next row, and that's when all boxes came in 25s, mm-hmm. and they had a little rounded edge to them, and it was 898. And then all of a sudden, the Toro Fuente comes out with 858, and I'm like, this is going to be the oddest box of cigars ever. And then I get <laughs> the cigars in the 80s, and it's five over five, five fives, just like a block. You're thinking this is not adding up. It doesn't add up. Why doesn't it add up? Um, in the mid-90s, um, became... The boxes of 20 started, and there'd be 10 over 10s, and sometimes a box would be 10-10. 858, what the heck is that all about? So according to the late Carlos Fuente Sr., the son of Atoro Fuente, Carlos said, my father, Atoro Fuente, showed me how to blend the tobaccos into the shape, in which later became known as the Florafina 858, which is what this is called. Six inches long by 47, 47 64th of an inch. So this is a smaller ring gauge, but in those days, this was a decent-sized cigar. This is the, the right. Toro 
of those right. days, right? It's, it's basically a classic Churchill size with an inch cut off it. Mm. So a short Churchill. Short. Although yep. that's been sort of bastardized over time, the short Churchill. Yeah, most of them are short in, Robustos, and they call them short Churchills. <laughs> yeah. In my humidor in the 80s, 80% of our shop was full of this size cigar. Yep. And this one continued to go on. When Carlos Fuente Sr.'s father passed away at the age of 85, and that was in 1973, as a way of honoring him, and as a means of expressing his love to him, he called the cigar 858, so the number 85 would be legible both directions, 858, 588, backwards. So it's a cigar for the dyslexic smoke. It is. It's perfect for me. Um, Nailed it. It became very well accepted almost immediately, so they put this cigar out, and it became their workhorse of their brand immediately. Uh, since then, it was instrumental, um, and the 858, still to this day, is the largest selling shape cigar of all. Hmm. It's so weird because it's not the case on that I can think of of any other brand of cigar that their 47 ring gauge, 6x47, would be their, their best seller in anything. No. Nothing even close, right? No. Uh, six by 47, the largest selling, no other brand can say that. Toro Fuente passed away on February 11th, 1973 at the age of 85. That was 48 years ago. You can expect two years from now. Carlos, if you're listening, you got two years to get this ready. There should be a 858 something celebrating 50 years. Um, 858. Well, five oh is the police still. 50 years. So you'd yeah, have to go 0. 05, right. 85850, oh, so that it's the same. Symmetric. Outside. A rich, nutty blend is what they call it, of aged Dominican fillers covered with a rare African Cameroon wrapper, especially in those days. It was very rare. Um, I would say it's still rare to, the, to this day because not a lot of people get Cameroon wrapper. That's no. why you don't see and much of it out it's there. It's very expensive, too. They make so many cigars, a Toro Fuente. They actually have cornered the market in the Cameroon even, for the most part. Right. Even on this one, never mind the Hemingway, you can see it's a much better quality Cameroon yeah. than I see on anything, anything. else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It used to be the two biggest ones was Partagas, Dominican, mm-hmm. and a Toro Fuente. And I'd, be, I'd bet that... Toro Fuente outsells Partagas dramatically yeah. across the country. This has got to be the number one Cameroon cigar, I would say, probably in the world, in the world that we're smoking here. Uh, chest of 25, not 898, but 5 over 5. Five on each row, uh, making 25 in a box. So there's the story of the 858. I tell people about Cameroon, Cameroon, which is, uh, I don't know, there's not a lot of attention on Cameroon like there used to be. That it, w- it was a big deal. Lots of the Atoro Fuente cigars are Cameroon. Yeah, I uh, mean, part of what happened is the the strength profile all increased over time, and you can't do a strong blend with no. a Cameroon. You no, just this lose is a the two, flavor. maybe a three. Remember, so far. The, the person I remember who did it was Cusano, mm-hmm. and it was a brand called Killer Cameroon. And it was a full-bodied Cameroon that and was shot-lived on, on the market. You just lose the Cameroon. You lose the Cameroon flavor, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's what, and I see that happen in Maduro a lot of times that they juice up the Maduros so much that you lose the sweetness of Maduro wrapper, yeah. especially if you're talking <laughs> about what a waste to use it on Connecticut broadleaf and then the fillers are so strong and the whole flavor of broadleaf is missing. <laughs> yeah. And it's a mistake when they do that, I think, anyway. Uh, but speaking of um, the people in Cameroon that do it, uh, Jeremiah Merrifeld is um, the family that grows the Cameroon tobacco. He's the son of, um, I, I can't remember what his dad's name is, who I met before years ago, but um, he, was, he was the guy out there planting tobacco in Cameroon, Africa, and um, passed away, and the son took over, and Jeremiah uh, is doing it, and um, he has created, he's part of the, the, the group that put together Cigar Rights of the World. We know uh, Cigar Rights of America um, but there's now a Cigar Rights of the World, and it's a global platform whose goal is to protect cigar smokers' rights. It's not linked to any continent, culture, manufacturer, corporation, language, or region, or political affiliation, or anything. This is just for the betterment of cigar smokers across the world. And the association is purely consumer-centered. And that was the idea of Cigar Rights of America, and it, it quickly changed. They're saying that they're going to keep this uh, consumer-centered. This platform is built and held together by the end consumer and for the end consumer. It's about the people uniting brotherhood and sisterhood of the tobacco leaves. You can sign up for it and get the latest updates at CigarRightsOfTheWorld.com. Next Saturday... On April 10th at 8 o'clock Eastern, I believe the Cigar Authority is going to host an hour of their platform on a marathon podcast about this. And I was hoping to get the information I needed for today's show mm. to tell you I did not get it in time. Well, it's the cigar world for you. Right. So uh, I will get that during the week, but I can't talk to you, the audience, beforehand. Can I can it, talk to you Saturday on, on the show. Put it on the MeWe. Yeah, I'll put it on maybe, you. Maybe so if both both of you can hear it. If on something that. comes, <laughs> something comes up, you could get it on Cigar Authority's website. You know, yeah, use our channels. But we'd like to be part of it. We were asked to be part of it. Of course, uh, we'd love to do it. So uh, we'll have more information uh, as we get the information. But that's that. So let's quickly go over the last uh, three questions I have for our um, survey. And number 17 is, from 1 to 10, what strength level is La Giana Maduro? Don't say the answer. So I, won't say say the answer. I won't say the answer, <laughs> but what's interesting is when I put this together, I did it to make sure it works. And then I sent you the link, and then you did it to make sure it works. Yes. And I was one lower than yes, you. Yes, you were, <laughs> of course. But I, th this is where it's going to matter. So... You've all had it, right? I'm, most of our listeners have, have had it. I want to see what they have to say. That's why I don't want you to say yeah, what your we number is. Skew it. Please don't skew it at all. Um, another question is, I asked this question before, and I want to see if the number's up. We asked it in last year's survey. Do you own a gun? Yes, no, or none of your business, uh, which I'll take as a yes. Um, <laughs> I want to see if that number has increased for our audience, uh, just curious. And uh, number 19 is, do you listen to the after show or the ash holes or both? And, and you can check all that apply. So you can yep. check one, the other, or both or and, neither. 
And the last question How is, could you possibly check neither? You're on the Cigar Authority's website at that no, point. No, it's the after show or the Ashholes. Yes. Oh, okay. All right. And the last question is, name a guest we should have on the Cigar Authority. And this is the only one that's going to be fill in the blank, mm-hmm. which is a mess to Barry. I know it's going to be a whole bunch of stuff, mm-hmm. but we'll look for things that have multiple answers. So and, maybe yeah. this time, while, while you're compiling the, the show data, mm-hmm. actually send out all the care packages and you'll spend less time dealing with the people complaining they didn't get theirs. Yeah, I'll send out the 12 that are remaining on Monday. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, so um, how do they do it again, Barry? You're going to go to the CigarAuthority.com on the desktop version on the right-hand side. You'll see a graphic that says 2021 TCA survey. Click that. It'll take you to the survey. If you're on the mobile version, scroll down about five, six, seven thumb scrolls. You'll see the graphic. Click it. It'll take you to the survey. Yeah. Click on it. It's going to take you two minutes. It's fill in the blanks. Yeah. Right? And uh, as of now, the 91 people so far. Wow. So nice. I know what I'm doing Monday. <laughs> <laughs> but this is going to go on until... I got a date here somewhere. May 22nd, we'll give the results. So probably May 20th. That's a long time. Yeah. May 20th, we'll stop it, give them a couple of days to compile it. And on the 22nd show, we'll we'll give what the answers are, right? Yep. Good. Okay. So uh, for some reason, Jonathan wants to get four. I got to try to sneak four in here. All right. So let's do it. So it's time for the H. Upman Best Email of the Week. And it's brought to you by H. Upman Cigars. This week's prize is a backpack cooler, a cigar rest, and an ashtray, all with that uh, baby blue color. You get it all. Pretty slick. So, uh, And these are going to be in no particular order. I'm going to hold my vote until the very end because there's four. Mm, it's throwing, right. throwing me off here. Uh, this was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And Stephen writes, well, will the real Barry please stand up? Hmm. I want to applaud Barry's efforts to lose weight. He's obviously doing a great job. Recently, I accused him of ageism, and we've all heard his homophobic and misogynistic comments. <laughs> I don't think these tendencies are typical for larger men. And that's in quotes. Hmm. I think they're much more normally seen from 98-pound dweebs. So I wish Barry continued success in his search for his true self. Wow. Nobody likes an old fag. <laughs> Jesus. I'm talking about old cigarettes. <laughs> Oh, boy. <laughs> we can't do this anymore, Barry. I know this is how we grew up. We, we need to stop. And, and, I, and I hate to stop, but we have to. I was talking about cigarettes. I know. I know. <sighs> that being said. <laughs> yeah, that, that threw me a little bit. <laughs> I got you. It's time for the matchup of the week brought to you by VS. VS means versus, but it stands for Victor Sinclair Cigars. Um, hedgehog versus kitten. Oh, in cuteness? Nope. A in fight? Fight to the death. Hedgehog, hedgehog versus a kitten. As much as I'd like to use the double entendre slang for kitten, I gotta go hedgehog on this. Hedgehog? I think I gotta Doesn't say hedgehog. Doesn't matter what kind of kitten it is. Yeah, I think hedgehog are they're more ferocious. They're used to living in the wild. They're going to fight dirty. It's going to be a street fight. They got those little pokey things. It's hard to attack them. Right. I mean, the cat might be able to get up the tree. I don't know if a hedgehog can do that. It's in a hedge. I don't know. It's not a tree hog, but. And just to be, just to clarify, we're talking about the animal. We're not talking about Ron Jeremy, right? (laughs) 
I don't know what that means. <laughs> it does because we're on the same page. <laughs> well, uh, you'll understand on Monday after the first dose of vaccine. Day. All right. Yeah. You get in the whole Barry mindset. Hedgehog versus kitten on Jeremy, who was a porn guy. Yeah, his nickname was the Hedgehog. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I don't know that. Mm. You learn a lot on this show. <laughs> the following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And Jonathan writes, back for more. Is that you? It's not me. Uh, lately, the emails haven't been all that nice. Mm. Yes, I do partake in the trash talk emails from time to time. However... All in good fun. Mr. Jonathan is a fun punching bag that keeps bouncing back. Dave now seems to be the new favorite. I don't like it either. No matter what words are missaid, no matter who fondles the low-hanging fruit, Barry, <laughs> no matter if Dave reads the whole podcast, no matter if the podcast changes to poop in a bucket, no matter what, we, the true fans, will come back every week for more and enjoy every minute of it. Have you ever had poop in a bucket? Yes. Huh? You should yeah. have. Oh, he has. Nurse, because... Nurse Rick says he has. Nurse, right? has. You know what? He does the animal. I believe him, and I don't need Tim to show me. <laughs> All right. Oh, so that boy. is Jonathan, who comes back for more. And before, we had the real Barry. And uh, he was basically racist. <laughs> <laughs> Ageist. Let's get it quick. Correct. Huh. Ageist. Ageist? Yeah. Ageist. I put Some that kind of ist. Uh so look how what a nice burn. Yeah, it is a nice burn. Construct, White ash. Construction's great. I gotta say, this is Brazil nuts all the way, yep. and Agreed. it's bouncing back and forth. With uh, Brazil nuts are known for their slightly musty component. They are known for a little bit of sweetness, and also they often have a little bit of dryness on the palate on the finish. And this has all of that. I can see why back in the day I used to smoke this a lot, but I can also see why I don't smoke it as much. It's a very traditional flavor profile. It's an old school cigar, right? Yeah. The industry has changed. This cigar has not. Mm -hmm. Which you gotta, you gotta, you gotta hand it to them though, but to be able to keep something so consistent for so many years. Well, they're mm -hmm. not going to be rushed either. I and know obviously, that. they sell, so there is a reason to keep it going. People still so, smoke it. So, do you think, like a newcomer to cigars? This this is an old man cigar. Is it? This would be great for a newcomer. You know, I think it's got great flavor. It doesn't have a ton of strength. It's a good transition from a Connecticut shade right. to a Maduro, because it's stronger than a Connecticut shade, but it doesn't have the new world strength of a Maduro. Yeah. yeah. So it's a good transitioning cigar. I think this is going to give somebody a little bit of false hope that other cigars are going to be like this. This one's pretty unique. It's kind of in a, in a category False by hope of somebody else's Cameroon and say, oh, this is going to be this. This is Cameroon to me, right? Mm -hmm. This is Cameroon. There's other, there's other cigars out there that have a similar sweet component from that There's only one rapper. guy doing Cameroon from what, what Merrifeld is it. That, that's the people who make the Cameroon. So the, the, the blend inside was just said Dominican blend. Dominican, yep. Yeah. yeah. And you mean the genuine African Cameroon. Yes, correct. It's being grown elsewhere. Well, but, uh, listen, Aladino's Cameroon is a good cigar. It's got the sweetness. Right. There's other stuff going on with the filler. So as but, far as Barry's point, new world cigars, new blending techniques, mm -hmm. 
That cigar offers a little bit more in the way of flavor transitions. Right. Uh, that Honduran Cameroon, if you just look at it, it doesn't look anything like. I agree with and you. And because of the creation of Cameroon in other markets, there's been talk recently of Fuente putting some kind of stamp or, or, uh, yes, or seal on it. Genuine, authentic Cameroon. Right. Because Cameroon, like Champagne, mm-hmm. is France. Cameroon is African. It's a place. Right. Um, but... The real tobacco in this is um, Sumatra, right? I I think it might be a hybrid at this point. Yeah, but. I think it's not, I think it was Sumatra grown in Cameroon. I could be wrong, but I think it was Sumatra grown in Cameroon, and they called it Cameroon. And years later, it is now Cameroon. After seven, I guess after you. Um, do it seven times or something. Now it becomes its own. Yeah, you grow thing. that seed strain seven different yeah. times. Uh, but I think its base was Sumatra. Barry's searching that right now to see if we got it. We'll have that answer for you when we come back from break because that's what we're going to do. We're going to take a break right now, and when we do. We have two more letters in the mailbag and the answer to uh, this tobacco, uh, Cameroon, and lots more. We're live in the Toscano soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada Number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1903, when La Aurora Cigars first opened their doors as the first cigar factory of the Dominican Republic, they have defined Dominican Cigar Manufacturing. Now, La Aurora continues that innovation with La Aurora Dominican DNA, featuring an exceptional blend whose soul is the Anduyo. La Aurora pays tribute to the oldest Dominican tobacco process with a cigar that features tobacco that is part of their heritage and their DNA. The La Aurora DNA features this hard-to-work tobacco that brings the unique characteristics of strength, inspiring aroma, and sweetness that creates an exceptional smoking experience that only La Aurora can bring you. Experience La Aurora Dominican DNA with its Cibao Valley Dominican wrapper, an authentic Cameron binder from Africa with fillers from the Dominican Republic, Pennsylvania, Nicaragua, and Anduyo. Available at top retailers like twoguyscigars.com and is distributed in the United States by Miami Cigar and Company. Experience the rich tradition of the legendary H. Upman brand with the latest addition to their iconic 1844 line. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo uses a rich, well-balanced blend of Nicaraguan, Honduran, and Dominican tobaccos and an extra-aged wrapper that offers a deep aroma with a bold finish. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo is sure to please adult smokers looking for a delicious, handmade, premium smoke 
that is aged to perfection. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Hi, this is Nestor Miranda from Miami Cigar, and you are listening to the Cigar Authority. And we're back. We're smoking the Atoro Fuente 858. That was Nestor Miranda, who makes a cigar called Africa. Don Lino Africa. Which does not use African Cameroon. Uh, no, they just say Cameroon, so I don't, I don't think it's grown. It's on the binder. The binder's Cameroon. Right, the wrapper is not. Correct. Yeah, the wrapper is not. Um, so what did you find out? Uh, that the Cameroon was originally created by growing Sumatra seeds in Cameroon. Right. So it's a Sumatra. So Give somebody yourself else, a bell there, Dave. There we go. Mm. So somebody else is growing Sumatra in another country, and they call it Cameroon. Yeah. It's Sumatra. Otherwise, it's Sumatra is traditionally grown in Indonesia. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Indonesian during the cigar boom was looked upon as the worst, right? Yeah. Because uh, it, it was. Because it, it was. It was kind of nasty. And, it, and from what I was told by cigar makers, is very inexpensive at the time. I don't know. Be, be nice to do a show. Maybe we got Justo Aroa coming up or something. The prices of all of the different mm-hmm. tobaccos, which cost the most, which mm-hmm. cost... I don't know if he would know. He'd know what his cost, but... Mm-hmm. How would we end up finding that information? I think think the two people that would have the best, maybe the three people, you got Nicholas Melillo, you got Skip Mm. Martin, and you got Steve Saka, who are Mm -hmm. out there buying buying tobacco. I think I think Husta would be a good source for that too. His father's been, you know, buying, selling, growing tobacco Mm -hmm. for a long time. There's a reason why they went with their own grown Cameroon. Part of it was probably cost. Yeah. Yeah, so Husta would know it from the seller side, not the buyer side. Yeah. So, like anything else, they auction the stuff off, and um, the price just keeps going up and up. And, and you know, supply and demand, we mentioned, too. You're going to see uh, the price of cigars going up uh, dramatically. <sighs> dramatically. Sad. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's just part of it. This particular cigar we're smoking here, um, Roy Kirby from Perdomo, he was a customer back in the... 
maybe late 80s, early 90s. And um, he saw I was getting the cigars mm-hmm. ready earlier this week and saw them. And he goes, wow, I remember I used to smoke those. I used to buy them from you at $1.85. Wow. But now <laughs> they're still, they're only seven and change. They're right? seven sixty nine or like six fifty six by the box. Deal. It's still a good deal. Burning good. It's a good, it's a good cigar. Yeah. And there's a reason why some of these things that last forever and ever and ever, why um, they are. And what year did I say this had come out? It was in the 70s, right? Uh, 48 years ago, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, 48 yeah. years ago. It's still around. It's still their bestseller. So it's uh, something to be said there for sure. Um, um, okay, the after show. The after show is a podcast we do uh, and send out on Wednesdays. The topic this week is the questions that didn't make the cut. Mm-hmm. Like, what's the worst name you could give a cowbell? That should be one of the questions. No, it was not one of the questions, uh, but hmm. um, there'll be questions like that. But I do have a question for you right now because it's time for the Don Raphael Offer of the Day. And the Don Raphael Offer of the Day is brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Everyone has a price, and would you do this for how much? And we're just getting away from our winter. You would think, because it snowed on April Fool's Day this year again, Um but I think it's behind us pretty much. I, I hope I, so. I hope so. It's a I'm long afraid every time you say something is behind us because it gets exponentially worse <laughs> every <laughs> time. Like, his, like his, COVID? Yeah, his prediction on COVID. Exactly one year ago, he told me to blow up a house deal. He said, in three months, that house will be $100,000. And it it's $100,000, all right, more than what I was paying for it. I did it. do that. Yeah. I can't believe it. The real estate just keeps going up. Especially here in New Hampshire. You know why? Well, New Hampshire is a big market because everyone's heading up here. No, so let's talk briefly about supply and demand. When it comes to cigars, I'm telling you about supply and demand. And the same exact thing is happening in the housing. Supply and demand, there's no supply. Why is there no supply? Because people don't want other people in their houses because of COVID. They don't want people walking around and other strangers coming in, touching things in their house. So nobody put their cigars up for, for sale. Their house. houses. Houses. Mm-hmm. What did I say? Cigars. 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 Same thing. Yeah. yeah. You get but we idea. speak Dave, so. Yeah. So they don't put their house up for sale. And now everybody's getting vaccinated, and you're going to see a glut of people putting their houses up for sale, and the price is going to go down So he's telling you to wait some more. And he just I got a, a I got a house uh, private ver- sale. Yeah, so it's, it's at a, the very peak of the house. Yeah. Is it a shed or a house? It's a house. Does Split entry. Bathrooms, indoor plumbing? It does. All right. Yeah. Sounds lovely. And if you want to go over, it's walking distance. <laughs> it is. It's really? walking distance. It's close by. But the question today on the Don Raphael offer of the day is, live in Antarctica for one year for $100,000. No. Nah. You go there, you get no. to live there, and I come no, back. No, you, you you got got, you're going to go there, you're going to die there, and then you don't get to collect the money. It's a trick question. Yeah, Antarctic's the one in the south, right? Yeah. Yes. I just read this week that uh, the last flight out of Antarctica left for six months. So if you make it till the beginning of April, you're stuck there for six months. Well, you're stuck there for one year, but you yeah. get 100000 when you come back. Nah, it needs to be more. Yeah? Yeah, yeah it's no good. It's... Yeah, not to mention it. You're going to spend more than that just in food. You're going to break even at the end of it. 100,000 in food? You know how many calories you burn when it's that cold? It's like four, five, six thousand calories a day. You'll probably stay in the house. What in your, house? Your apartment. It's a, it's a desolate land. They, There's no house. 
There's they, houses. I, I know you There's didn't. There's an airport. There's houses. <laughs> I know you There's didn't no ask, houses. but I, I wouldn't stay in Jonathan's house for 100000 no. a year. Mm. No. You haven't even seen it. We it smoke, doesn't matter. We smoke cigars in my house. You just know oh. what the price is, and therefore you say, I'm not staying there. I didn't get the price. I'm just picturing. 325 Huh. All right, I'll check it out. All right. Yeah. I'll report back <laughs> and collect your $100,000, maybe. Maybe. Okay, you got a couple more emails to go? Let's, let's have them. All right. Uh, Michael writes through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com with respect to his mispronunciation voicemail. All right, enough. This is the last mispronunciation. <laughs> uh, maybe it voicemail? is. Voicemail? Uh, greetings, men. It seems that my voicemail from a few days ago touched far more of a nerve than I expected. Mm, I should have been more aware that this is truly a sensitive area for Mr. Garofalo, and I apologize for only deepening his hurt. (laughs) As for your responses to me, great. I particularly like the wonderings about my podcast hiatus, particularly the potential car repo and the short prison (laughs) sentence. If only it was that simple. So on the downside, I do apologize to Dave for kicking him when he's down. And on the plus side, I provided you with some fun content for the show. So that's a win. As for before, my best wishes to you. Arapiakali yours, Michael Stewart. (laughs) Okay, so it's an apology with a little uh, little. Dig I already know. Yeah. I already know where Dave is getting going to vote, but that's fine. All right, the, you do. Uh, the final, the final mailbag. It comes from. Holy uh, shit! Is that like three pages? Gunny long? Andrews. Gunny, I have to. I have to truncate this. It's too long. Oh, so, I don't um, know if you should edit someone called Gunny. That's like the guy it. that comes up to accept the Oscar, and they already stop the music as soon as he pulls out the book from his pocket. This was submitted through the contact us page <laughs> of the cigarauthority.com. And uh, last Friday, while Dave and Ed were searching in the basement for some face masks that read Kiss Me, I've been vaccinated. Kiss Me, I've been vaccinated. Mm. The intrepid duo happened upon a box of old papers. Much to their delight, it turns out that according to these documents, both David and Ed have ancestors that served in the Revolutionary War. They discovered that Private Sullivan and Corporate Garofalo, Corporal Garofalo, were on the boat with General Washington at the crossing of the Delaware. Unfortunately, this is where their story starts a downhill slide. When General Washington attempted to throw a silver coin into the river, Private Sullivan jumped out of the boat, grabbing the coin. After pulling himself back aboard, he exclaimed, Are you stupid? Do you know how many dime bags I could buy with this much silver? After arriving... coin story? Yeah. Apparently... After arriving on the shore, Private Sullivan's joy soon turned to despair, for someone stole his coin. Who in the name of all that is holy could have perpetrated such a dastardly deed, he exclaimed. For all you prohibition-violating acid smokers out there, it means, who is the bastard that stole my shizzle? Mm-hmm. It's almost done. I don't think so. I, I think little I did, know who stole it. Little did Private yeah. Sullivan know that it was Corporal Garofalo that stole his coin. However, for some reason, after taking Private Sullivan's coinage, he buried it in the dirt. Really? Ah. Anyway, General Washington's detention soon returned to the intrepid duo, and a general court-martial was convened. Fortunately, the proceedings soon petered out. Private Sullivan kept nodding off, and Corporal Garofalo was having trouble pronouncing his own name. Besides... <laughs> There was a rumor in camp that General Washington found a silver coin in the dirt and was buying the first round at the pub. This guy doesn't get out much, does he? <laughs> That's Gunny. Interesting. Huh. Gunny's was crummy. 
So we, hey, hey the guy's name's Gunny. Go easy. Then we had the apology from Michael, the last one before that. Mm-hmm. Then before that, we had Jonathan uh, back for more. And uh, the real Barry. Barry at 98 pounds as a dweeb. Will the real Barry please stand up? Weak. Yeah. Weak. Uh, I'll just go with Michael because he liked the shit I said. <laughs> you went with Michael, uh, which yeah. was not Gunny, which was the apology guy. Yeah, number three. I with think the dig it was. at the end. Yeah. I'll go with the old guy because his window at winning something is getting smaller. The old guy? <laughs> he doesn't have <laughs> a lot of time. The first guy. Steven. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's Barry's ageist <laughs> thinking coming right out. Oh, but you're being nice to the old I'm guy. I'm trying to. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give an A for effort for the coin story guy, and I'm going to let Jonathan pick the winner now because there's three different squats. <laughs> What I'm afraid of is if I pick the one that I like the most, that Gunny's going to write me another book. It's too long. Pick the one you like. I do like that one the best, but I don't want another book the next time, Gunny. But I got to say it's the book. All right. So, Gunny, the last one is going to win the prize. Um, Who's the ages now? It's the coin story. How do you huh. know Gunny's old? But you love coin stories. It's the story before the coin story. It's how, how, <laughs> it's how the coin so came It's the prequel to the, the prequel coin to story. The coin story. And now the um, hmm. the finish will be next week because wow. I have a coin story. I hope it's a Bitcoin story to update uh, it. Could that be. Oh, that would be it awesome. Could be. We YouTube could said that. the last one was so terrible. It was. <laughs> yeah. Or did he say but it? But the other terrible. ones were too. Yeah, they were all weak. Yeah. Don't look at me. I don't write them. I just read I know. them. Well, you, you picked know. the best that, ones to read. I got four emails this week. Oh, okay. oh, that's it. So Wow. So everybody's got to step it up if you want to end up doing it. It's prizes. Easter. It's the week before Easter. Right. People it's, are preoccupied. Do we have a new prize next week? No. Uh, we have the same prize one more time. One more time. Okay. Then we go back to soccer balls. <laughs> so everyone loves the soccer balls. Um, all right. Um Toro Fuente, 858. I put it down. I go back to it. It still stays lit. Um, imagine cigars used to be this thin. Every cigar in the store was this thin. Mm-hmm. Or thinner, like Coronas. Yep, or thinner. I don't but object. This was, the, this was the big size. Like a yeah. Churchill was longer than this, yeah, but the but same thickness. Same. I don't same. object to the size at all. No. It's a slow burner. It, 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 you got a solid draw, firm, really firm to the touch. I don't. I don't object to the size. No, I think by the time you get up to a forty-seven ring gauge, you can do interesting things with the blend. Listen, they make tens of millions of this size of this particular cigar we're smoking. Yep. There's a reason for it. it. Must get boring making tens make, of millions of them to the person rolling it. Yeah, I'm not going to be a cigar roller. No, you're not. You're certainly not. But uh, we got plenty of time to squeeze in a classic three-way. So let's do that. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. It's time for This Day in Classic History, brought to you by Classic Cigars. Classic Cigars are now the most affordable cigar brand in America. With prices as low as $1.50, this cigar has something for everyone. The Classic Connecticut is light and smooth. The Classic Maduro is bold, but never overpowering. The Classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between with hints of sweetness. And the Classic Cuban is a real knockoff of the taste and flavors from old-time Havana's. Classic cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20 and sold in five great sizes, ranging from $1.50 to $2.25 per cigar, which makes Classic the most affordable premium handmade cigar in America. Classic cigars. Barry. Yeah, I had two right for two points each. 
Yeah, Barry ah, was really was smart last week. He was really I, smart. I was the uh, champion after the 11th anniversary. And if you remember, champion. Bec- one of it was a reason because you watched The Godfather, Godfather. and that saved you, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So that did it. So I have one, two, three, four, five questions and one tiebreaker in case we need it. Dave. Very traditional. I hope the listeners vote out this segment. I don't <laughs> yeah. want to influence them at all, but... <laughs> Jonathan's been trying to kill this segment <laughs> since, since, day since, since day one. Since day and one. this is like one of my favorite segments. It is. And we know um, Jim Collison's wife. <laughs> That's the only part she likes. That's, That's it. <laughs> so She something. tunes in for this. <laughs> yeah. She does. So this is for you. Marlon Brando, American actor, the godfather street... A streetcar named Desire on the waterfront. He was born in Omaha, Nebraska today. Marlon Brando. What year? 31. What are you doing on that computer? Typing in the answer because the last two weeks I haven't oh, gotten right. a pen. He doesn't come with his to- tools. Okay. Uh, I think it was 1922. 22. I'm going to split the difference and say 26. 26 is a little over. 22 will take it. It's 24. Ed Sullivan, one point. Uh, I'm back. (laughs) (laughs) And loving it. Oh, yeah. I can hear it in your voice. The vaccine probably gave me Barry Powers. (laughs) This is to Jonathan. That's a perfect one because I think he'll get it. This is actually Ed Sullivan. Oh, it's Ed Sullivan. Uh, I still think Mr. Jonathan will get it. All right. Tony Orlando, American singer. Dawn, tie Tie a yellow yellow ribbon ribbon around around the the old oak tree. tree. Is that what you call it? The old oak tree? <laughs> he was born in New York City, New York. Today. What year? If Pam was driving right now, she'd be going off the road. <laughs> She's... You're up, Ed Sullivan. Is me? Yeah. Uh, 1943. 43. I'm going to say just 1900 even. 1900 even? 51. 51. 43 is said it's 44.4 Ed Sullivan both of them very very close very oak close. tree blocker <laughs> <laughs> it's been three long years yeah uh, Mr. Jonathan Alec Baldwin American actor Glenn Gary Glenn Ross call yourself a salesman you son of a bitch Gary was born in New York Amy of Amy'sville Amityville Amityville, Amityville. oh that's yeah. a horror that's a horror he was born in Amy. Amityville, New York. Today. 1944. 44. 58. 58. Uh, I had 57. 57. Somebody's got two points. Barry Stein. 58. 1958. Two points. Barry catches right up. Let's see what happens here. Barry's got two points. Ed Sullivan's got two Put that coffee down. Eddie Murphy, American actor, Saturday Night Live, 48 Hours, Beverly Hills Cop, Raw, Coming to America, and Coming to America 2, was born in Brooklyn, New York today. What year? 61. 61, he says. I keep getting fucked. I had 1960. <laughs> 1958. 58. Somebody's got two points. Barry Stein. Damn it. <laughs> Barry Stein. See, all of mine are very good. Barry just keeps winning. Keeps winning. He's winning. Winning. Do you think he's looking it up? Nope. And it's not coming to America. He's using that as a two. As oh, a, when as is that notepad. It's coming to notepad. America. Dave, when is the coming to America show? It's coming up. It's oh, in May. Great. 
It's in May. May 9th, I think. Yep, coming to America. What coming is that all about now? Now they're saying, America. what's this all about? We got Eddie Murphy coming on? <laughs> no, we don't. Um, all right, this is over to Ed Sullivan. The last question. Yeah, you got to get two to even be in the game. You do. Jonathan's out. He's a loser. Yeah. So now you're interested. We in could tie and then tie on the tiebreaker. Right. And I could but be tied. In any tie, you lose. It's true. American Magazine TV Guide publishes its first issue featuring on the cover the newborn baby actor Desi Arnaz and Lucille Ball and Desi Arnaz Jr. Today, what year? TV Guide, first issue today. 1962. 62, he says. 1949. 49. 55. 55 is a little over, so Mr. Jonathan will not get a goose egg. 49, I'll yes. take it. It was 53. 53. And Jonathan's all happy that he just didn't completely lose. Yeah. But uh, also today, the tiebreaker was Fidel Castro's rebels attack Havana today. Um, For the nice first thing. time. 1959. 1960. That would be your turn to answer, Barron. 55. 54. 53. Mm. 53. Barry was Barry there. Was, mm. Barry has it today. He said, you get the COVID. I was very close, though. Yeah, but you, you get, get extra juice with that. You get extra vaccine. juice? Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought See, it slowed down made you tired. Well, right now, but Barry's, made you grumpy, Barry's but past that. Ah. Yeah, I got he's, the windows built into my head, so I'm able to look it up really he's quick. He's more than two weeks beyond the second shot, so he's immortal at this point. So tomorrow is Easter Sunday. What are you doing? I have my covert circle coming over, and my buddy Jed is cooking a maple honey uh, ham and uh, lollipop lamb chops. Nice. Mm-hmm. I got nice. two boneless legs of lamb. One I'm going to spice up and sous vide. It's traditional, and then the other one I've got this idea for a uh, mustard coating that I'm going to try. At home? Uh, I'll be going to Trevor's house. Yeah? Okay. Even though he's on vacation? (laughs) Yeah, Trevor won't be there. Yeah, I don't care if he's there. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to just pray for Jonathan's soul. He's going to church and pray for his soul? Oh, I'm going to church, too. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. I got got confirmation that I'm allowed. Are you going to some hippie church? Nope, nope. Regular church. Regular? Right, Right in Wyndham. What, Crossing what, life. What denomination? Uh, they are non-denominational. So it's not Can't church. make up their mind. Right. Well, they don't, they don't subscribe to one specific ideology, and they don't pay money to a bigger organization. They, they help believe the community. in Jesus Christ. They believe in Jesus. So they just right. pick and choose what suits them. And what suits them seems to be helping a lot of people in that Wyndham area. What about area. that water into wine? Are they into that? I don't. I don't know if they're can doing you find that or out? not. Yeah, I'll, I'll report All back. Right, thank so you. So then you'll go if if you can. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think I'm going in any case. I am having pizza for Easter. Lamb chop pizza? Nope. Pizza. You're firing pizza. up the pizza. Firing oven? up the pizza oven. Nobody's coming over. Yeah, I think it's going to be almost sixty tomorrow, and with the heat from the oven, you'll yeah. be fine. Yeah. But usually we got a big crowd, right? But, but nobody's coming. <laughs> Nobody. So uh, we said, "Want to just make pizza in the pizza oven?" And I said, "Hell yeah!" Well, so it's very different for us. But have you thought about toppings? I'm sure they have whatever set up. What about pepperoni? How do you feel about pepperoni? I put them on. I'm not a pepperoni eater, but I make pepperoni pizza. <coughs> so you can feature it on pizza. 
Well, it's, it's not a topping. Feature, it's a topping. <laughs> the pizza is the feature. I got it. And the additional thing that goes on the pizza is pepperoni. You don't put the dead fish ever, right? Very much right. like onions. You don't just eat an onion like you'd eat an apple. Mm-hmm. See, an apple could be a featured food, but onion is a condiment. Hmm. Pepperoni is a condiment. Yeah, I think it's a little more than a condiment. Pepperoni sandwich? No. No, it's not a feature. But yeah. It rises above the level of an onion. Yeah. I mean, a condiment is ketchup. You think and, they, and onion. You usually have a lot of people over f- for holidays. Yeah, not not this year. Right. I, I think we got some hellacious Zoom thing at 3 o'clock yeah. or something. Are you baking? I don't plan to, you know. Really? I, well, I'm under the weather right now, Dave. Oh. So I no made baking, a, no nothing. I made a heroic effort to get here today. Yeah. I'm just going to go home and rest. Colored Easter eggs? Nothing? Nothing. Uh, no. Yeah, this is weak for us, too. It's I mean, not I'll, the same. I'll make a I'll make a lamb roast, but not going overboard. Did you eat meat yesterday? Meat on Friday? Oh, on Friday. Let me think. Yes, I did. No, I didn't. I did good. Well, I had chicken. Is that meat? Yeah. Yep. It's a bird. I went to a steakhouse. <laughs> oh, all right. I didn't realize you weren't so supposed to eat the steak. So you're not non-denominational gun. people. Don't Good believe Friday, in it. Yeah, you don't do it. Not non-denominational. I think that's just the Catholics. I uh, I had shrimp yesterday. Huh? So that's not meat, correct? Right. Which somebody was telling me yesterday. I was leaving. I said, "Yeah, I'm having fish tonight," and they said, "Well, that's meat. It's the meat well, of a fish." Mm-hmm. It I is. I said it's, but I said I was always told it wasn't. Meat is muscle fiber, and so you're not eating the muscle fiber from a cow. You're eating the muscle fiber from a fish. Still meat. No. Not according to the Pope. You could have fish. Yeah, I always did. Why do we go directly to the Pope and not to the Bible? He got the hat. Which would be the book that he's supposed to be. He's got the hat. (laughs) He's got the hat. You wear a hat like that. You make a good point. Make decisions. Really, the clothes make the man. Now, Dave, on this, I know you're highly religious. (laughs) On this Good Friday, (laughs) I mean, at least one guy had a bad day. He did a terrible day. But it's good. It was good after because he rose rose again. Or is it because he saved us all? Saved us all. Really? Yep. All right. So maybe we're not going to hell after Did all. Did you ever wonder if it ended at the Last Supper? Was there a last breakfast? Uh, no, I think it was just at the Last Supper. I don't think they he served was the breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you like some folks, more wine? That's why we're going to hell. Would you like some more yeah. wine with that? Yeah, yeah, I know. Everybody had a nice time. All right. Did you have a good time smoking the Torah for Winter 858? We must have smoked this on the show over, the, over 12 have, years. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, Not since I've been It's here, always there. It's a solid offering at the price point. The it, day I opened Two Guys Smoke Shop in 1985, we carried 858, and mm-hmm. we still do. Is there anything else that I carry? Maybe Macanudo? Tiamo? Tiamo. So there are a few things that are left over from all those years, 36 years, and I still mm-hmm. carry them. Padron? Did you have Padron There wasn't Padron. No? It didn't exist. It, it existed only in the form of um, fumas, fumas in the cafeterias, right. not not direct to gotcha. retail stores. So, yeah, we could maybe do a show on the old school. Why not? What's what still exists? You can now. go wander around, try to remember what 1985 was like. I was trying to dig up an invoice to see what the exact oh, yeah. price was. The best I did was Roy Kirby telling me, I used to pay $1.85 for those. Right. You found, he would know. You found some old invoices. I did. Uh, now, was the Villazon stuff there when you opened? 
or that was a little after. A little bit after we, yeah. when when a rep came in and said his punch and hoid right. Monterey. Right. So they existed. You just didn't carry them on day one. Right. You know. You know. But talk, shortly after talking about this, there was a guy in the MeWe chat room uh, who asked the question: uh, Which cigar that no longer exists do you wish would still exist? And that could be a good after show. Hmm. As the cigar it was would be, you know, there's certain cigars that were great in its day, and they may still exist, but it was sold, company was sold, it became something different, and it may still be out there. And I don't want you to, you know, I end up saying Brand X was fantastic, and you say, oh, I'll get Macanudo, for example, when it was made in Jamaica, Mm -hmm. exceptional cigar. Now it's made in the Dominican Republic. Sells a lot, but it's not something that I would grab. This morning we were talking about Padilla. I wish the original Padilla 1932 were still around. Mm. That was a great cigar. You know what I used to love? The ones that they were right over there on your counter was a longer perfecto shape. Was Cusano making them? They were 10 bucks unbanded on the counter. So they weren't cheap. I think Cusano might have been making them. Was it Cuvée? Uh, this predated that. Maybe that's what it became. What, and what was it in? It was just sitting on the counter? On a, uh, I think you, know, you were just getting them loose. And this is great Oh, radio. no. I know what that was. That was Morin Baudet. Do you remember Morin Baudet? But I thought that came in the white packages. Came Ooh. in tinfoil. Two yields. I remember trying those. to jog each other's memory about a cigar that didn't have a band on it. They, it, it was born Baudet. Do you and remember? It was the, fabulous. Thirty-six years ago. You remember that coin that Washington? Threw? Yes, I do. Yes, <laughs> yes, we I do. remember that. Yes, I do. Okay, that's it for the show. Next week, I thought it was this week, but it is next week, and I'm so excited to share another coin story with you. Um, now in our 12th year, I actually have a different coin story, and this one will live on for infamy, I promise. I, I doubt it. Understanding cigars using your spare change. And I guarantee you, within six months, you'll see people in the, in the cigar lounges across the country using the tricks that you teach them. There we go. Until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And you may have learned something today, which makes you The Cigar Authority. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.